The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk. John Hannigan, are you there? I am, Pat. My apologies there. Some technical difficulties oh, some at my end. Technical glitch. These yes. things uh, happen. Now, I've been looking at uh, your report, and I mean, I have to say, most of the findings are fairly blindingly obvious, aren't they? The things we must do. They are, Pat, yes. And uh, unfortunately, it, there are times when the blindingly obvious has to be told to everybody that we, this is what we need to start doing. Uh, one of the things that we're, we're very aware of uh, as a nation I pres- uh, is that we are not hitting our climate targets and we have to do more. And we've set out really what it is that we need to do. But I think the key thing about the report is that the, uh, the, the Housing Alliance is in a position, given that we have 33,000 homes across the country, to be one of those test beds, one of those areas where we can see a pump prime of yeah. the process. Okay, so so you suggest certain activities. Now, first of all, for our listeners, you better explain what exactly is the Housing Alliance? I mean, who yeah. are you? Are you, you know, part of government? Are you a quango or what? The Housing Alliance is an alliance of six of the largest housing associations in the country. And we operate, and that would be Cluid, Tua, Oakley, uh, Cooperative Housing Ireland, Respond and ourselves in Circle. And what we've done is come together as an alliance to look at certain things to help, one, deliver more homes, which is obviously a critical thing to happen at this point in time in our country, but also to deal with some of the issues around climate change, uh, climate action that uh, we see ourselves having an opportunity to do. Okay, now still go back a step. Um, Mm. You you say you have an ambition to create more homes and I'm sure the new homes will all be uh, A rated uh, or B plus at at, uh, worst. But how do you operate? I mean, where do you get your money from? How do you provide uh, social housing to others? What's your mandate? Uh, Well, as housing associations, our mandate is to provide uh, social and affordable homes across the whole of the country. And we are partly funded by the state uh, through capital funding that they would give us. They give us loans that we actually have to repay over 25 to 40 years. And we also then borrow money from the uh, private sector, from private banks, from the housing finance agency in order to be able to build those homes as well. So it's a mix of funding from our own uh, resources and then resources provided by the government. Now, I presume you're doing this because you can. Uh, But why isn't the local authority doing exactly what you're doing instead of having you to do it? uh, Well, in fairness, uh, the local authorities are since the 2010 crash, uh, our 2008 2010 crash uh, housing associations have come into their own in terms of de- being able to deliver we've continued to deliver at a time when the state was out of money because we were able to borrow from the private sector to ensure that we continue to deliver uh, social affordable homes the reality is now that because of the crisis that we're in and I would suggest that actually it's probably an emergency as well as a crisis that uh, the approved housing bodies are working in partnership with the local authorities to deliver more homes so we are both working together now to mm. be able to do Do that. you do it cheaper are, or better than they do because uh, you are less bound by, you know, some of the, the rules and regulations. What I would say is that we probably uh, we would do it differently. Uh, we we are provided by the, with the the relevant land sometimes by the local authorities, or we're actually working with the local authorities to ensure that we're meeting the relevant housing demand in a particular area. I think the issue for us is. But that do you do it we, better, quicker, cheaper? 
We can do on occasions. Yes, we can do. And the reason for that is that we are uh, we are not constrained by some of the uh, public procurement requirements that are there for some organizations, some mm-hmm. local authorities. Uh, but we can also access, uh, we, we specialize in this, where local authorities have to do a whole range of different things. Okay. Uh, we can specialize in delivery of housing yeah. and management of housing. Now, now, you've only been in existence how long as housing associations generally uh, in the alliance? 40, 40 well, the, the, the housing associations have been in uh, existence for more than 40 years. And, uh, if you, and if you take, for example, the Guinness Trust, which is the Ivy Trust itself, mm-hmm. it's been more than, it was here before the foundation of the state. So housing associations have existed for a very long time. Uh, the members of the alliance are between 20 years old and uh, 40, 41 years old, I think it is this okay. year. Now, the reason I was well. asking this is because, you know, if they were relatively new, and some of them are new, you'd mm-hmm. expect that they would b- have been building to very high spec in recent yeah. years and they wouldn't need retrofitting and they wouldn't, you know, have to have major works done to get them up to 21st century speed. That's correct. But at this point in time, uh, given that 40 year history, we have properties, actually, we own some properties that are over 100 years old. So you can imagine mm-hmm. that uh, with the requirements to get to a B2 rating for our BER requirements by 2025, there's a certain amount of work that absolutely has to be done very quickly in order to make sure that our tenants are living in homes that are well insulated and uh, cheaper to heat uh, than they would on the newer homes which are A1 rated. With the new bills, that's not a problem. With the older bills, there's a question of retrofitting and maybe getting rid of that gas or oil boiler and uh, inserting instead some sort of a a heat pump. Now, you've isolated a number of challenges. Uh, And one of them is finance. You know, where do you get the money to retrofit uh, houses? Um, And then you have the money and maybe your materials are in short supply. There are supply chain challenges. There absolutely are. We've estimated at this point in time that we're going to need between 1.6 and 2.4 billion euro uh, to retrofit the 33,000 homes that we own and manage across the country. So to do that, we're obviously going to have to access money from the private markets and borrow uh, some of that. But we're also looking to government to actually uh, provide some additional funding that we don't have at this point in time. All of the members of the Alliance are charities. We're not for profit organizations. We don't build up reserves. And uh, this is obviously going to be a very big ask over the next number yeah. of years. But, but the, there also, is also the contribution that the householder might make. For instance, if I bring down your electricity bill by insulating your house and maybe providing a, an efficient heat pump, um, yeah. so you now have an A-rated house, you're saving a fortune on energy uh, should you not therefore contribute by, you know, continue to pay the same rent, but you're benefiting by much lower utility bills? Yes, uh, where that's possible, obviously, we will seek to do that. However, if you can take into account that the majority of our tenants at this point in time are people who've come off the social housing waiting list, their average pay would be less than the average pay for the sec- for the whole of the country. So less than 34,000 a year. The majority are in uh, employment, which is precarious at best and probably limited in other respects in terms of its pay. So most of the people that we would be supporting at this point in time would have a difficulty just meeting the current requirements. Uh, no, but I'm saying if their energy bills drop from hundreds and hundreds every year down mm. to, you know, less than a, a, a couple of hundred a year, they're saving a lot of money and, you know, maybe that could make a contribution. I'm just thinking of, you know, the yes. feeling of self-sufficiency. I'm doing my bit while the Housing yep. Alliance is doing its bit. 
And we would seek to do that where those who can afford to do it can absolutely do it. Uh, we would absolutely require that for those who can afford to do it. But we have a significant number of people in our population, as it were, at this point in time, that are in fuel poverty, that they are not able to maintain a level of standard that we would all expect and hope to have as a right within our country. Yeah. So we have those who can't do that and they would require additional support or sure. continued support from us. Now, are you looking for special treatment from government? I mean, there is a demand from all sorts of people in all walks of life, in all circumstances, for retrofitting of houses to reduce their utility bills. And everybody suffered last winter, even with the help of government, uh, to pay those bills. Um, Are you saying we are a special case? No, we're not saying we're a special case. What we're saying is that we need to be treated in the same way as everybody else, because as a charity, we still don't get the same level of access to the grants, etc. that others do. And we want to continue to make sure we do. But we also feel that because we're charities, because of what we're doing, we can bring innovation to the process, which probably needs additional support from the state. The other thing we we are confident that we could do is if we do this in in an appropriate way with the right innovation, we can become net contributors to the state in terms of the uh, power output from our homes. If you take it that we have 33,000 homes, we can probably get a proportion of those into providing energy to the state over a a reasonable period of time. So we want a little bit of a pump prime to help us get to that Mm. point and to enable us to be able to demonstrate that. Yeah. Um, You know, to be devil's advocate for a moment, you'd imagine that uh, a local authority would be uh, in a very good position to be a test bed for this kind of thing. Absolutely agree. And they are. uh, And the reality is that they can uh, access funding in a way that we can't because it comes directly from the exchequer to be able to do the work that's required. Mm -hmm. So it can be done quicker. The reality is that we also have the same tenants in many respects, and we would like to be able to do the same things for them. We're not we're not uh, state bodies, but we act on behalf of the state in terms of that provision as okay. well. Uh, finally, a question from one of the listeners. Uh, some local authorities are not buying homes. I'm trying to sell two units for over a year. No bite from the local authority. Do housing associations buy or do they always build? No, we do buy. We buy and we build. Uh, we do direct build ourselves, but we also buy from the market as well. So if that individual wants to get in contact, they can contact us through our website uh, at www.circlevha.ie, depending where it is and what it's for and how much you're looking for. We can look at uh, the potential for purchasing homes. Oh, okay. And this uh, report, uh, which I say is very comprehensive, um, where is it to be found? Can you get it online? You can. You can get it at www.housingalliance.ie and you will be able to see it there. And uh, it's also available through Twitter, uh, which is at housealliance.ie. Very good. John Hannigan, who's CEO at Circle Voluntary Housing Association and chair of the Housing Alliance. Thank you very much. The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance. Weekdays at 9am on News Talk.